Hey everybody and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. So glad to have you all back with us once again. We're changing things up with the intro a little bit this week and we are excited for this episode as one of our friends from the lovely state of Texas will be joining us in the show to talk about a recent cruise experience that he and I both had together. And Tanya will be there as well to, you know, as always, throw me under the bus when the moment is appropriate. So let's get into it, shall we? Hello, everybody. Oh, hello. What were you saying? Oh my gosh, are we wearing the same shirt? We are. I changed. I was in this first, y'all. I just went to you. I, I had a kid get toothpaste all over mine. Whatever. Well, he, I'm serious. He was brushing his teeth and he fell off the stool. That's not funny. It was the smaller one. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. Bless the heart. Yeah. No, so I was like, I was, he was like finishing brushing his teeth and it was like, <laughs> and I was like rubbing his back and he was still crying at the same time. It was, Aww. it was sweet and kind of funny and sad and hilarious all back at the same time. Back in the time. day, there were several times where like John would pick me up for a date and we would be wearing the same shirt. Yep. I planned it. Facebook user twinsies. I don't know who you are. I hate it when it does this. I don't know why it says it, twinsy. Whoever said twinsies, identify yourself, please. That would be great. Oh, and if you're listening to this, watching it, etc., feel free to share this share wherever you may oh, be. I'll do that right now. Text the link to all your friends, you know, as it is. Um, so we've got some fun things planned for tonight's show. Our topic for this evening that we're going to be talking about is the Allure of the Seas. I just got off a cruise with a few travel mission travel agents on the Allure of the Seas, including my friend uh, David, who's going to be on the show with us tonight here in just a little bit. We're going to cover some new disney news travel things um before beforehand but our question of the day is this where are you going in 2023 uh i already have a lot of folks that i've been working with for 2023 trips and i'm very excited to see and uh you know be able to plan some things uh for next year and uh, the travel season next year is looking to be very 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 busy based on what yeah. i'm seeing so uh definitely not too early to plan that if you're looking at, uh, you know, I would say definitely first part of the year, even spring break, now is the time for spring break. If you want the best pick of availability and some better pricing, don't wait until after the new year. Uh, you know, I know people are budgeting for the holidays and things like that. I get that. I understand that. But if you are able, go ahead and plan for spring break now, uh, if not next summer. So I've even got a few things on the books for 2024 already. And my general rule of thumb, why, why do I say that is, the earlier you book, generally speaking, the better availability that you're going to have. So you're going to have more of a chance of getting exactly what you want. And usually you get the better pricing uh, by booking earlier in advance. And typically those you know early booking windows, um, depending on you know the terms and conditions, of what you're doing uh, may have some flexible uh, payment options and you know refund options and cancellation stuff. So just make sure to ask your travel agent. Hopefully it's a travel mission travel agent if it's not one of us or uh, David. So we'd love to chat with y'all about that. Uh, let's see here in the comments. Um, twinsies, it's more fun being incognito. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, maybe you should drop, you could it's drop misty. some hints. Is it, is it, <laughs> yeah. Did they, did they, it doesn't show so up can, on Facebook oh, as okay. Facebook user. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I gave you away, Misty. That's <laughs> odd. Fair enough. Um, she's making sure that we're not going to get ourselves in trouble, I guess. So um, anyway, uh, as always, you're doing some travel planning, TravelMissionTeamRogers.com. Um, there, if you're looking for the links to share this to uh, other people or you want to download the podcast version of this later on, just go to Linktree.com forward slash 
Travel Tips Tuesday. You can find all the links on how to listen and get engaged uh, with our humble little podcast we've got going on here. So uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. And again, if you're just joining us, feel free to share this wherever you may be. She's telling me I'm yelling again. All right. So let's go ahead and cover some um, Disney news. First and foremost, um, for what was that all oh, about? Oh, I thought you were going to go. Talk about the ticket prices? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about something like more okay. fun. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, the U.S. military uh, rates are uh, out for 2023 for Disneyland uh, and also uh, Walt Disney World. Those are also available. So if you have questions about that, we live um, kind of in a military town in North Alabama. Um, we've got the Redstone Arsenal close by, and we have a lot of friends that are veterans, retired military, active duty, kind of everything in between. So if you have questions about that, we'd love to talk to you about that and how you can take advantage of those benefits for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, other Disney destinations, and uh, even had somebody reach out to me recently about uh, Royal Caribbean and what they offer. So a lot of well-known travel destinations will offer some sort of incentive, um, either price break or something like that for for active duty always, um, sometimes for veterans, depending on their retired status. So feel free to reach out to us about that. All right. So this is what Tanya was reacting to, probably where she thought I was going earlier. Disney is changing their – be very specific on this so you're not, like, freaking out, right? Uh, they're changing their – their pricing structure for one day, one park tickets. Right. So their pricing structure for one day, one park tickets um, is, uh, is, is changing up. So uh, Disney's animal kingdom will be priced uh, 109 to 159 mm. Disney's Hollywood studios, 124 to 179 Epcot, 114 to 179 magic kingdom, 124 to 189. And this is again, only for one day, one park tickets uh, beginning December the 8th is when that will take effect they're also going to be updating the pricing on select add-on options like the park hopper option and park hopper plus option uh annual pass pricing um so notice this does not say that annual passes will be coming like back for sale it's probably talking about renewals though it doesn't specify that so you know people can you know read into that um if you want so i wouldn't yeah um but I'm anyway not. So I'm giving up on having an annual you're, you're maybe one day. Um, so ooh, we got a note in the private chat. I found out who was posting mm -hmm. twins. He's fair enough. <laughs> you found out. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> you smelled nice you sm investigative work there. <laughs> you smelled you smelled something afoot, didn't you, Dave? All right. Sorry, he's messaging us in our in our private chat. So there you go. Um, also, if you've got a trip going on, uh, Disney Destination sent this out. Just a reminder, in addition to your park ticket, you have to have a park pass reservation for your visit. Do not forget that. Um, they will turn you away at the gates if you do not have that. Sometimes there are Has errors and glitches. Because that's been yes. that way for a while. Yes, but sometimes people still forget. Like I, I still hear stories of people showing up mm. and not having them. But also, sometimes when Disney makes changes in their system, hence the December 8th announcement earlier for one park tickets. Um, glitches can happen like yeah. that's been known to happen park pass reservations drop off i was servicing a client's trip today and uh, and caught something uh, before i sent it over to the client and had to call into disney to get it uh corrected and fixed uh so you know that's one of the things that i can do to make sure you're all squared away so yeah yeah that's a good point to know yep 
Hey. Did you, did you see what Dave added? Uh, what did, if you on. do the one day, one park ticket, it automatically makes yep. a park reservation for you. Yep. Yep. So you have to select. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah you, Thank you, Dave. You've got to select the uh, park in advance. So going into our comments today, it's, <laughs> uh, the Derek Frank uh, says, hello. hello. Derek is somebody I know through Terry Weaver's The Thing community. Okay. Um, so Welcome. he's a pre pretty Thank talented guy that's worked in the music industry for a while um, got, that I got to hang out with. So um, a few other things we're doing here. Let's see if there's anything else, dude, anything else important that we need to cover. What's today? The 15th? uh sorry um oh Ooh, we, we have, so okay, that's gonna have to be a whole nother we we actually like teased this last uh last week um that we knew there were uh, more foodie guides well because last week out, it was right? just the studios right and one other place and down yeah. in uh, disney springs right right, right, just right like the studios in disney springs so they released one for the resorts yeah They've got one for the resorts, which is pretty cool. We still yep. haven't heard about the one for the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Or just that's Magic Kingdom or Animal Yeah, we that's true. So uh, we're waiting on more uh, more for them that, that we're pretty excited about. So that's kind of what I got, what we got for Disney Where's News Jen? right now. Where's Jen? Where is Jen? I don't know. She hasn't been with us sure in a couple okay. weeks. Make sure she's alive. She was, Are you okay? she was knitting some uh, little tiny sweater ornaments. So I saw that. Yeah, they're the best. Uh, so hopefully she'll pop on Weasley here. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty epic, uh, indeed. So um, let's go ahead to 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 let's get ready for that. There we go. All right. So um, I mentioned that we uh, recently, or actually, I recently got off a cruise on the Allure of the Seas. Not we. Yeah, not we. Not her. <laughs> she was not uh, not there. But I was keeping it together. Yeah, uh, we okay. were we were on Allure of the Seas out of the port of Galveston. Uh, Royal Caribbean's brand new cruise terminal. So uh, where we were a few days before that on the Norwe Norwegian Prima uh, was a completely different uh, cruise terminal and cruise terminal experience that David, I think, is going to get into here in a little bit. Uh, David is based out of uh, Texas, and uh, he's a good buddy that uh, we kind of had a chance meeting after our travel nation or during our travel nation retreat one year, and we've kind of gotten to hang out a whole bunch. I got to meet his wife, Misty, recently. Um, they got a bunch of kids, like we got a bunch of kids and, you know, we identify with, uh, a lot of those unique things. Yeah. So since before we bring him on, since Jen's not here, what's in your cup? Oh, it's, um, my lemon ginger. Lemon ginger. No, yeah. I should ask you to bring me some of that. My typical. I could use some lemon ginger. Actually, hang on a second. Cause I ran out of my sleepy time. See, oh my God. Any more yet? Empty. That's depressing. Sorry. I thought I had some water in that cup, but I don't. Nope. Oh, well. You just have to dehydrate for Epic. the next hour. Well, I mean, I've already been, I'm already been getting ahead of that in the uh, mainstream. Hey, Derek Frank, look at that. He, look, he posted that in his group. So, Derek, thank you for posting this um, in our group, for in your group, private yeah. group. That's pretty cool. Look at that. So awesome, man. That's really cool. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so, all right, let's go I'm ahead and bring. Too, by the way, yes, Derek, this I'm is Tanya, saying. my wife. Say. <laughs> She's here. She exists. Sorry, I'm not trying to like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Dude. It's just you. a joke. Because there we go. Like with him being a minister, it was always like, "This is the minister's. This is John's wife." Yes, this is John's wife. And, and then I had kids, is. and so it's like, "This is Evelyn's mom." That's true. So I always just, I have to pick when people leave my, leave me out. That's so, it. But I'm just being funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not offended. David's laughing. I can see him because, because he, he gets that. He gets it. So all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and bring David on, shall we? Why is Dave not wearing his shirt? I don't know. He's he's wearing a thematic. He's wait. Is he wearing his Bucky shirt? Hang you, on. Yeah, man. Yes, he is. Yes. 
Yes, he is. Good evening, friends. So good to be with you from uh, just outside of Dallas, Texas. And it is a uh, very chilly 37 degrees. Oh, my gosh. You can put that shirt on my Christmas list. It has been really, no. I'm not, no. (laughs) It's just not funny. (coughs) You're going to make me cough up a lot. I'm not. He's he's laughing at me, David. I get like legitimate anxiety around Bucky's. like to the point of tears. And so he's he's I just harassing me here him. on the internet in front of everyone. I may have mentioned that. Yeah. We, <laughs> we may have stopped at Bucky's a few times. So okay. Well, we'll David can get just you a Bucky a shirt. David, he wants a Bucky shirt for yeah. Hey, that should be our, list. That, should, <laughs> that, that could be a travel tips Tuesday sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> just saying. Put a little absolutely. Bucky right over there, maybe yeah. like sitting on Yoda's head or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, that. That would not look comfortable. No, no, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're missing so, the top half of your face. Yeah, that's which true. Which is fine. Maybe you want it that way. You know, you do you. Like the, I'm bald. I'm it's okay. Gonna, yeah, there's not judge. much to but see. But it's your eyeballs. It's, you know, not being able to see your eyeballs. There we go. It works. All right, we're good. So um, I think I kind of prepped you a little bit for this. We're going to kind of go step by step, starting off with a few pictures here. And Tanya can interject. You can interject um, at, at any point. So give me just a second. I'm going to throw this up here. The first slide that, um, or picture rather, that we're going to see, if I can figure out how to do this, there we go, um, is going to be kind of the outside of the new um, cruise terminal of um, Allure of the Seas. If you've been following us on social media at all, you've seen me post a few um, kind of aerial shots of it and uh, some things from the Port of Galveston Facebook page as well that have been shared out there. This is what the line looked, uh, looked like when we got off. And let me tell you, that it is not as crazy as it looks. That line was moved. We got off and it, it was moved. Crazy, yeah, it, it was moving. I, I think uh, in fairness, all things considering, yep. and, and hopefully this is one of the things that they're working on. Yep. The signage was not the best. No. As far as where, uh, you know, as you were getting off of the shuttle bus, mm-hmm. where folks needed to go. Yep. Like if you were checking bags or if you were carrying on, mm. uh, the signage just was not the greatest. Yep. Um, so they, they, they had lots of um, like workers, employees out there, yes. I, I feel like. But yeah, it was not. Yeah, I agree with you. It was not clear on where to go, especially for being somewhere new. Um, they, I feel like they could have been more intentional about that. That was my only my only critique, I think, of, of my personal experience mm-hmm. coming through this port. Um, but otherwise, like it was beautiful. It was great. We're going to show some, too. Yeah, we're going to show some pictures of the interior of it here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really cool facts about this, that this brand new um, cruise terminal is 100% solar powered. Yeah. I think it's the first one that's like that. Um, so that's pretty neat. Um, and again, they're set up to welcome the Oasis class ships. Uh, which is which is pretty exciting too. But before we go any further, uh, I want you to kind of compare, do a comparison thing since you mentioned that earlier. Um, this experience versus the experience at um, where we boarded the uh, the Prima a few days before. It's kind of unfair <laughs> uh, because that cruise terminal that now uh, facilitates Norwegian, Disney, and Carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around for a couple of decades. Yep. Uh, and you know, it, it's your run of the mill, just kind of metal fabricated building, uh, with lots of just open space on the inside. Yep. Uh, it, it has 
uh, it's definitely improved over the years as right. far as timing and those kind of things. This technology has involved mm-hmm. evolved, uh, but it, it certainly uh, as is not as aesthetically pleasing to the eyes as the new terminal right. uh, there that that Royal has, which you know makes a whole lot of sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. That makes sense. I mean. I kind of got this almost like warehouse kind of feel when I walked yes. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very uh, much so. Yeah, uh, where they just kind of have you going like back and forth, right? Uh, just just switch backs so and little lines of you know walking people up at the the royal you know kind of experience where we went in their new cruise terminal. It was not like that at all. I mean, you walk in, that's what you see. Uh, these giant uh, LED screens on both wow. sides, you know, um, with the crown and anchor right there in the middle. And these giant um, propeller, not propellers. My, I guess that's what you call it. Anyway, yeah. uh, that that on <laughs> drive ship. Sorry, my mind's like completely not one hundred percent here right now. But anyway, uh, they've got elevators right there. They've also got uh, stairs as well as escalators over there on the left side to take you up top. Um, very beautiful, stunning way. Like when you walk in that building, you know where you are. There's no question about it. Um, and I think it was really cool. They did a really good job of, um, of setting that up. Um, also on the outside, this was one of the more clear signs. I want to put that, you know, so if you're, um, if you're not carrying on doing what they call self-assist for, for your bags, we, I, we carried all our stuff on cause we wanted to mm-hmm. just go ahead and yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so, which is fine, but that's where that is. That was pretty clear, um, of, of, of where, where that was. So, yeah, there just wasn't a lot of signage leading up to that point and right. kind of, you know, where this group of people needed to go or that mm-hmm. group of people, you know, those kind of things, but yeah. right. we just followed the leader and, you know, we figured it out. It right. was all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Um, when you get up the, the stairs, the escalator, the first thing you do is, there's like, I don't know, I feel like there's like 10 cruise terminal employees like yelling at you to get in line and have all your stuff out and make sure you're ready and blah, blah, blah. And they're like shoving your stuff through the little like luggage screening thing and, you know, you're walking on and in through the metal detector and the whole thing. You get on the other side of that and boom, that's what you see. Um, this very light, airy uh, area has this... colors. Yeah, has this mm-hmm. vacation. It's calling... A thing on the walls, and then this out of um, out, out of office, office starts. Yeah, now. out of office starts now. Um, I think that's the net. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on the wall, which is pretty cool. Good so, uh, Instagram wall. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a got a really cool uh, vibe to it. Lots of seating. If people are just waiting to board or whatever the case is, they're taking you know the pre embarkation picture in front of the you know, a big banner or whatever it is. And in our case, and I don't have it in here with me, um, but in our case, they were handing out little hats, uh, cowboy style that? hats. Like it's in the closet on top of the, the thing. Oh, here we go. Um, are you going to go get it? Yeah. Dave may have his. I don't know. Here, yeah, um, let, me, let me step out. I'll grab that. Tanya, ta- ta- no, 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 not in there. It's in our bedroom closet. Oh my I, th- gosh, I think you tossed it up there at some point. Um, so anyway, this happens from time to time on Travel Tips Tuesday. It's people just leave. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is uh, where it says this is out of office starts now. Uh, wall that's pretty cool, and 
uh, vacation is calling up. There's that. It's good. Good talk, everybody. Uh, so this is actually the view from our uh, stateroom that we had on board. We had a boardwalk balcony view uh, on the Allure of the Seas. So here's here's Tanya. There we go. She's back. Oh, like, we timed that well. Y'all like sat down at the same time. There we go. She, she found that one, and I could not find what our six-year-old did with it. Oh, it, it, it happens. Imagine uh, that. You'll find it it's, randomly. About yeah, it's, it's really cool. It happens. Under a bathroom cabinet so, or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was explaining. This is the uh, view from our stateroom they have. We had a boardwalk balcony, uh, balcony room um, that is on the aft of the ship, so kind of the rear section. This is in the boardwalk neighborhood. Uh, area right below that there's a bunch of little like uh, retail shops there's johnny rockets those are the red mm. umbrellas that you see down there there's an ice cream shop there's a mexican restaurant down, that's down there um <laughs> and what you can't really see super well uh right below the crown and anchor that's that's kind of right there just uh right of center is they're one of the more well-known sort of pieces of the ship and that's the aqua theater mm. where they do they do these incredible uh kind of aerobatic um, shows with uh, different types of you know flips and jumps and all sorts of things. Uh, really cool music performances. Um, they had uh, they can even make it an actual like stage too, like mm -hmm. where the pool is. Mm -hmm. um, where the pool is, so that sort of blue part down there at the bottom, it's kind of the, the floor of it is sort of elevated, so they can raise and lower that to like different depths of up to like seventeen feet. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a pretty cool multi-purpose space that they do. They showed some movies there on Veterans Day. They showed Top Gun. So, cool. yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. The new one. Yeah, it's good. Dave, and, you don't watch any of the acrobatic shows? Uh, we did not. Not really. No. I put, we poked our head out on the balcony like a couple. There of was times. a concert by some girl. I don't know. I'm going to get slaughtered for this, and that's fine. That's okay. Her last name is Ballerini. Yep. I don't, I don't know. I don't I listen either. to the new country stuff. So, yeah. Oh. Apparently, she's well known. And, uh... yeah. And she probably did a great job. <laughs> I'm sure it was wonderful. Uh, I mean, we had, we have football on the TV. We were kind of right. like, oh, yeah. My Aggies were getting. Well, anyways, so <laughs> we'll about Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, yeah, there you go. Kelsey that Ballerini. She came oh, in, yeah. uh, she flew into Cozumel yep. and embarked uh, with her band there in Cozumel. And her concert, let's see, we were in Cozumel on Friday. Yep. Her concert was Saturday night. And it was kind of a, an exclusive private seating, private invitation. Yep. You know, we came across that quite a bit. Uh, th throughout uh, our mm. sailing, mm. Uh, as it was just a trade event only, um, mm. so there there were a lot of private invitations for dinners and gatherings uh, yeah. for various travel agencies and owners and agents and uh, those kind of things. Th thank you, Derek. By the way, I've, I've, I didn't realize you. <laughs> I should have just straight up asked you. Um, didn't realize you were still here. So thank you for uh, for for clarifying that for us. Uh, is someone that works in the music industry that lives in breathes it. So he would definitely know, but yeah, this is a really cool space just for a lot of different things they can do uh, as sort of a feature space of, uh, of the, the ship. Uh, a few other things to note that you can kind of see in this picture um, that kind of blends into with clouds, but there's a zip line. Uh, if you look sort of Ooh. the top uh, left, you'll see a railing and a little, 
uh, blue platform, almost top middle right there. That is the zip line platform. It goes from there all the way over to this corner. That's a lot farther than it looks. Hmm. Uh, they also have the sports courts up there on the top left as well. That they do a lot of different things. They do basketball and pickleball. Pickleball, not pickleball. Pickleball are kind of the two things that they they use that space a lot. Y'all go for, play so. basketball? We did not. Yeah. No. We, we, we did a lot of chilling. So uh, I didn't take pictures of our stateroom. So this is not actually ours, but this is the type of stateroom that we had. Um, ours was kind of flipped around a little bit where the beds were, mm-hmm. uh, were closer to um, closer to the, the balcony. So mm-hmm. imagine ours just flipped a little bit. So, you know, of course you got your desk, the fridge is in there, TV, of course, little chairs, love seat. Um, and that's the bathrooms back there on the back wall um right there next to the door so nothing super fancy uh pretty what i would call pretty typical of a stateroom not you know as boring as i've seen in some uh, but this ship david correct me if i'm wrong i think that you'd mentioned it's going to be in dry dock sometime next year yeah yeah it needs yeah. some updating <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it needs some love like they're they're still carpet. um yeah Is carpet just standard i don't know well, do do what? Is that still like a standard in carpet, thing in cruise ships? In cruise ships, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so thank, thankfully that's sleep on the floor. Um, can't say that was the case when I was down at Disney recently, but it was all right. So we had a lot of fun on the ship. We did a lot of things. <gasps> and yes, even though it was a we had a spill, it's all right though. Uh, even though it was a cruise ship, you know if. If it wasn't a little rocky, because that cruise did go back and forth quite a bit, um, or that ship did go back and forth quite a bit, uh, sort of feeling the motion of it, um, you wouldn't have really known. Like I, I made a comment, I think, to him, to David later on, that we spent so much time below deck that it's almost like you were in a resort in a way um, on on the high seas because there's so many different things to do on an Oasis class ship. And this is one of the ones that has not been uh, amplified. That's kind of real Caribbean's jargon for, you know, refurbished, adding the latest, greatest tech and all that kind of stuff in it. So uh, definitely a fantastic ship. A lot of stuff to do, even though it's, you know, may need a little bit of TLC. Yep. The, the ship is broken down into neighborhoods mm-hmm. uh, and you definitely got uh, that impression with their theming and their presentation of restaurants, of, uh, of bars, you know, just uh, social gathering places. You definitely uh, felt like, okay, you know, one minute we're in C- Central Park, literally. Right. I mean, it felt like we were in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we are in the Royal Promenade. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, distinct, and, oh, yeah. yeah. So distinctive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know you you really you leave one area and you were going into a completely different area mm-hmm. absolutely uh, and, and each had its own great perks to it like looking back at it now i wish i would have spent more time in central park mm. as opposed to the royal promenade oh yeah I, I agree central park was a completely i think i may have one picture of central park in here somewhere but uh, it was a completely chill area. This is just before we go any further. This is one more view. Kind of see the um, aqua theater a little bit better there. Yeah. The yeah, it looks like the <laughs> stage is the stage was intact there. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. The stage is intact in that one, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. So uh, we're going to kind of walk through 
a few of the neighborhoods. I don't think I have all of them, but I have some of them uh, on here. This is uh, one shot of the Royal Promenade right beneath uh, what they call the Rising Tide Bar. So um, this sort of oval-shaped thing uh, up here with the fountain coming out of the bottom of it um, is a bar that goes from Deck 5 all the way up to Deck 7. So Deck 5 down here on uh, the Royal Promenade, a lower part of it. Um, and then all the way up to deck seven, which is where the central park uh, neighborhood is. Um, so it's a bar that floats up and down. It doesn't run, you know, like 24 hours or anything, but it's it. You know, we, we were there for a little bit one night and I mean, I don't know about you, David, but I thought it had a pretty cool vibe to it. Like I enjoyed that. Yeah. It, it was very intimate. You know, I think the, the max occupancy was maybe around 50 people. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had your typical kind of bar stools and yep. tables and, you know, high tops, those kind mm -hmm. of things. Uh, but just, you know, again, just a unique piece to that neighborhood uh, that made it kind of a high traffic area at mm -hmm. times where, where people were vying to get on uh, just to be a part of the experience. Is that something you make a reservation for or you just get on a wait list? The, you, you just, once it comes back down and mm -hmm. if there is a chair available, <laughs> uh, essentially, you know, you go in and grab that chair because they don't want yeah. you just standing around the tables. Right. Uh, due to potential safety issues there. Right. Uh, and and there, there were a few people that were spoken to uh, because they were standing instead of, you know, not y'all, really. No, no, no. no, no. We how, were. How long is it? We like, were angels, Tanya, the whole I'm time. Certain. The whole the time. whole time. No drama. This is a drama-free experience. Right. So, <laughs> right. Thank you. Jesus. How long? How long, does it, <laughs> uh, how long does it take to move up and back down? I, I'd say it was probably about five minutes or yeah. so. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. like, like it, it was. Yeah. Very incremental steps, you know, just kind of a slow, like you didn't feel it shift or anything. Right. But just, just kind of a, a gradual yeah. incline and then a gradual decline back, yeah. back down and uh, just a, a real unique experience. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, like, I really like the fountain part of it too. You can see some things coming up from the bottom um, and then the kind of fountain that sort of comes down from the top. I just thought that was real neat, like yeah. aesthetic to it. Something unique. This is the Central Park. Yeah, Central Park. yeah this is this is one uh, one end of it. Um, that kind of I can't remember which way this is facing, but this gives you the general idea. Uh, that lots is of, facing forward. Yeah, lots of different vegetation, trees, bushes, all of the it. Crickets, real, right? John, yeah, I cannot <laughs> believe the that crickets. they were <laughs> able to keep crickets alive on that thing. Uh, don't and believe what he says. Hopping around everywhere. <laughs> they. They had very, they had very like carefully placed speakers. Things like <laughs> think like Pandora World of oh, Avatar. Really? The magic gets gathered in this area. Yes, that area. this is where Pandora got inspired. They, Chocolate they, covered crickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, they, they 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 turn on the crickets at night. That's you know? funny. Yeah, so it's just they I went on during like the day, that, but, but you know, I was never up there when they actually flipped the switch. But you know, it's probably a gradual fade in, it I makes guess, me but... think so like when i see the star cruiser like the galactic star cruiser photos of where they have the the area on the ship that mimics you know land uh-huh i, I yeah, always, yeah, yeah, I always yeah. picture central part <laughs> kind of like that why. yeah 
So this is like this area is like open air too. Yeah. Which is yeah. like when when we were on the uh, rising tide bar, anytime the doors had opened, like it got so like the wind was just like blowing in on our faces. Uh, so you know, it, it did get kind of cool the last night as temperatures were dropping. Um, you know, we we sort of felt that, but we mm-hmm. sat outside uh, out there for a while and just kind of uh, kind of chat chatted it up for a little bit. Are there so, restaurants and stuff in the Central Park? Area? Yes. Yeah, there was a couple yeah. restaurants, a mm-hmm. little. Uh, wine bar there wine uh, and tapas bar tapas yeah yep. uh and then this this neighborhood is constructed similar to boardwalk in that you have those interior balconies there that face into the central park area yeah uh and i never really thought i would be a, a fan of uh, an interior balcony because I mean, yeah, you think balcony, and you're thinking ocean, and the ocean. Yeah, sunset, sure. sunrises, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, but it really was a very unique uh perspective and yeah. outlook on uh, the happenings of a cruise ship. If I, I would say, because these are located um, more midship, and I would say for people that are worried about the motion of a ship or you know just a little maybe on the edge that this type of room view would be solid for them especially mm-hmm. it tends to be more laid back like if you want to be in an area of the ship that doesn't have like, like as many kids um this is definitely i think a good option uh for you um uh, so now i will say that on one end of uh the central park um, there is a kind of bar slash club. I don't know what you want to call it. That does have a lot of entertainment um, going on at night. So you might notice some like flashing lights and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, yeah, <laughs> su- surprisingly, one of the things I noticed is that um, the sound, the way the sound carries on this uh, on this ship was, I think, very carefully addressed. Um, so you don't. Whereas there were some issues, I think, with sound carrying on the Prima in certain spots, like putting the spa directly below the the VR game room, which was probably a bit of an overspite. Um, you know, heavy subs making noises and stuff. That just that, that didn't happen on the ship. I think the only issue with like unwelcome noise that we had was being woken up by the Johnny Rocket server singing at seven forty five. Uh, right. So that's just you know. It was time to get up, anyways. They're out there doing breakfast. You know how the Johnny Rocket servers like sing and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't know they did breakfast. Yeah, well, it, on the ship they do. So I don't know if like regular Johnny Rockets does or not. I haven't been to regular I Johnny love Rockets. Johnny so long. Rockets. I'd never place. heard of it prior to really uh, yeah. embarking the ship. Anywhere I can get relish on a cheeseburger, <laughs> I'm happy with. There you go. She loves her sweet relish. Uh, I love they don't offer that at Whataburger. Yeah, well, as they should. Ours not. is finally going. To open in a couple of weeks, they, yeah. so they say they've been so building it like fa- no joke for like a year. Face, Facebook user says, <laughs> Incognito we're, we're gonna co- we're gonna call her Facebook user. Uh, Facebook user says, "Who is asleep at seven forty-five? I will tell you who's mm-hmm. asleep at seven forty-five. The the people that have lots of children at home and, <laughs> and never get to sleep. Never at get to sleep at seven forty-five. So that's who. Um, so this is uh, we are talking about. Yeah, here we go. All right." So this is uh, embarkation day uh, when we got there and we're pushing off port. They're handing off these old Texas flags, which is kind of cool to everybody. We're at the sail away party uh, top deck, just kind of hanging out and chatting it up and uh, watching the ship go away. Uh, they did a, um, I don't think I told you this, a water, like um, a water gun 
salute from one of the uh, water cannon. Yeah, water. Thank you. A water cannon salute from one of the. We got, um, we got of, her a little. Uh, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little super soakers hanging off the. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, yeah. So they had water cannon salute from um, some of the tugs that were out there. Um, and so that, that was kind of neat just to kind of have that uh, experience and everybody was really excited and um, they had had a ribbon cutting ceremony in the cruise terminal um, before I think most of the guests kind of came in so that was kind of neat too um, so I've got that flag back there somewhere I think somewhere in here no, in this office um, so this is a uh, I'm going to make trying to make this a little bit larger hey there we go Facebook user incognito says who Who's asleep at 745? Yeah. Well, she and I were definitely not asleep at yeah, 745. Nope, nope. We were not getting so, woken up by, by um, I'm thinking Johnny that, Rocket singers. That we? User nope. is the same we were getting woken up by some other comments. singers. Yep. Do what you say? That user is the same one making twinsy comments. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> um, so again, this is just a little infographic that they left in our stateroom about the new terminal, which is kind of neat. So uh, the first zero energy cruise terminal in Texas, again, 100% solar powered. They have electric vehicle charging stations, which is pretty cool. 75% of construction waste uh, is diverted from landfill, prioritized lower carbon, lower carbon materials and transportation processes. So that's kind of neat. So not just the actual like physical building, but how they were getting the materials there. Uh, lighting strategies to reduce lighting uh, pollution. So that's, that's also pretty cool. Uh, enjoyed that. So this is the the next morning, um, actually, and we were we sat in a presentation on Icon of the Seas, which uh, was pretty great. We enjoyed that. Oh, you had to uh, do some actual work. Yeah, there's some actual work involved, <laughs> um, but that was a really good presentation. I found out a few things that I did not know uh, like. about the ship. Yeah, man. Uh, so let a few secrets slip. Hang on, I'm gonna I, I made a note of some of the secrets. So I did know this, but I don't think I've talked about this. Is Royal Caribbean's first LNG or liquid natural gas uh, ship, which is pretty neat. Um, they so one of the and this this happens in a lot like a lot of cruise ships and some hotel rooms that are out there. One of the most annoying things, especially if you're at one like on the coast or in Florida, or again, like I said, on a cruise ship, um, is when you leave the room. What happens? I know what you're going to say. It gets to be 100 degrees. Yeah, air conditioning shuts off. Yep. So it's like an energy saving feature. It's so you would think stupid. energy saving, whatever they're all I mean, about. Energy this. saving is great, but, but coming back at like ten o'clock at night to a hundred degrees. Yeah, with the icon, they figured out a way around that. Okay. Yeah. So what what they are doing is they will only put the room into energy saving mode if everybody in that stateroom has disembarked the ship. And the moment the first person from that stateroom comes back on the ship, um, the air conditioning will automatically kick back on hmm. without them, like before they even get up to the stateroom. So I thought that was kind of like those. Those are pretty cool things. Sort of a sort, sort of a really cool um, compromise. So there's some other things that were mentioned, but that's the one that kind of stuck out to me because, you know, that's yeah. David, do you remember annoying. any secrets? Uh, so it's 20 decks, uh, which will which will make it the world's largest ship. Hmm. Right now, uh, I believe that uh, label is. Uh, granted to the wonder of the seas. Okay. Uh, so Icon of the Seas will be the first of the new Icon mm -hmm. series of ships, uh, much like we were uh, on an oasis mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. class uh, icon will be a class of its own. Mm-hmm. And they have, I believe, three more ships on order to mm-hmm. come out yep. to come out annually over the next oh, wow. four to five years. So yep. uh, a lot. we'll see a lot of those come through. They have some uh, new restaurants that they didn't go into great detail about, but mm-hmm. you know we're like, oh, we just walked by, uh, you know, this new concept and that new concept, and uh, the thing I'm trying to, I think the guy called, doing the present, the guy doing the presentation kept on being like, I probably shouldn't have shown you that. Don't, yeah, don't look at that. Yeah. Forget like that. every three minutes. <laughs> Sorry, go but ahead. They have a uh, a new experience. I believe it was called the Crown's Edge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you're on this platform, and all of a sudden you are dropped, like you're you know fully harnessed and all that. Dangling. But you're yes, uh, more or less over the ship. Yep. Uh, and it's not at your count. It's at theirs. Like they're in full control of your life at that point. I, I, I think they said it was Literally. like a, I think they said it was like 158 feet, like above the, above the water. Yeah, off the side yeah. of the ship. Yeah. So now that experience will come at an additional charge, yeah. uh, but a lot of the new experiences that they were adding to the icon of the seas were going to be included in that cruise fair, uh, which got just an amazing round of applause from all of those in attendance for that mm-hmm. session. Yeah. So yeah. are you going to do it, David, when you get on the icon? I, if, if the icon will come to Galveston, uh, I will do it. Yeah. You'll get on the, the I, I will, thing. I will get on the crown's edge. Crown's edge. That's it. Thank oh, you. I would love to get it. Let's call it the dangly thing instead. <laughs> the dangly. Oh, easy. I don't know about that. All right, moving onward. So I thought this was a family show. (laughs) I did tell him it was a family show. (laughs) Oh boy. All right. (laughs) And we're losing subscribers by the second. That's okay. (laughs) Um, So uh, that evening, we go. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go go ahead and speak to what's on the screen right there. So um, this is a uh, real quick, like, you're not supposed to take like photos or videos, but I'm like, this show is so good. I've got to have, like, you know, made sure my uh, flash was off or whatever. Um, this was the so you're not rule followers. Well, I mean, in this moment, no. Is what we're saying. Um, the, the whole like, the whole place had. You hear that Facebook user? Yeah. Not rule followers. This this was like towards the end of the show, <laughs> um, but Mama Mia. This was like a not like a mm-hmm. dumbed down like cruise ship version, mm-hmm. um, but this was a traveling troop. I guess was the best word for it um, that does the show so well. It was yeah. so stinking good. Um, no was that? We got a problem? Yeah. What happened? Just so, keep talking. Okay. I don't know. Keep I don't talking. know what just, just happened. Keep talking. Just keep talking. So um, just keep swimming. Just keep, just keep oh, swimming. I see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that in? Oh, that's YouTube. That's YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So hang on. Right, I can probably don't do that. No, you, why don't you oh, talk? I can't do it. I've got to pull that up. Well, I, David, you talk because I don't know okay. anything about this shit. So, Sorry, we're, so, getting, we're getting uh, spam comments. In Mama okay. Mia really was a Broadway level. And I mean, every cruise line will advertise, you know, our shows are Broadway. Sure. Uh, you know, outside of we not being on Broadway, uh, that was about the closest thing that I've seen wow. to um, 
to Broadway level entertainment. And that's not knocking any other cruise line, any yeah. other production by, by any means. Uh, it, it was 21st century funny, uh, but it, it still took you back to uh, the early days of, of ABBA and, yeah. uh, you know, their, their whole process of, of writing Mamma Mia, the, mm -hmm. the shows. And uh, it was really, really well done. I uh, had a short intermission in there, uh, but, you know, even just seeing the cast, uh, I, I think back to Saturday night, you know, we saw the cast eating pizza mm -hmm. uh, in Sorrento's and, yep. you know, just visiting with uh, you know, cruise patrons and, and just kind of conversating with each other. And, oh. um, you know, I mean, they're cruise royalty, you know, in some ways. So to just mm -hmm. see them, floating out and about was really really cool that is cool uh, one other entertainment experience that uh just absolutely was was so moving we uh were on the ship for veterans day mm -hmm. and uh as, as <laughs> someone who is a former first responder has family members in the military uh and retired from military, having served, all those kind of things. The, uh, I don't know, probably 20 to 25 minute presentation that they did for Veterans Day was just absolutely moving. Yeah. Probably one of the most moving things uh, I had experienced on a cruise ship. Yeah. Oh, uh, I 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was very, very well done. Uh, okay. I'll give my two cents on that in a minute. I've got some uh, some pictures that oh, perfect. took of it. So I, I tried to upload the video um, of it, but just was taking too long. Yeah. Um, so, but just he's right. Just like so moving. I mean, the senior uh, senior vice president for basically people that she's in charge of working with travel agencies, travel partners that are out there. She does some other things. Uh, her name is Vicky Preed. And she's like, basically, if Royal Caribbean had a celebrity, she would be it. Yeah. Um, and she was there uh, on the ship, um, and she like got really emotional after the sound. She was just bawling. Lots of other people crying uh, there. So uh, before we get there to those pictures, and I have some additional comments in a minute, um, I'm going to go to our uh, day uh, in port um, at Cozumel. Oh yeah. Um, and one of the things that was also going on while our cruise was going on was there's this person named Nicole that wanted to make herself known in Florida uh, as a hurricane. And so because of that, there were a lot of ships that were repositioned uh, for ports of call. Uh, when we landed in port in Cozumel, by the time we left, there were, I think, six ships uh, yeah. in port. Um, there's our Royal Caribbean ship, the Celebrity Beyond that's right next to us. Um, that is their newest ship uh, mm -hmm. that her mm -hmm. parents will actually be on um, in just a couple of weeks. So uh, that'll be pretty cool to kind of hear from them about that. I should bring your dad on the podcast. Oh, man, that would be <laughs> awesome. Oh, boy. My dad's the uh, best. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty fun. Uh, Carnival had a ship. Holland America had a ship. MSC had one and NCL had one. Um, I may be missing one, but there's there are a bunch of them that were there. And the port was very busy. Um, not like busy, like uncomfortable. It was just, it was, it was pretty busy. We, you uh, had four of them docked right there 
Yeah, we were. And then uh, if you're familiar with Cozumel uh, at all, uh, you know, Cozumel has a ferry that runs back and forth to Playa. Yep. Uh, And just on the other side of that ferry, probably, I don't know, a couple hundred yards or so, uh, were where the MSC and the NCL ship were were docked in. And, um, you know, it's amazing that Cozumel has the space to take on Mm -hmm. six ships. Uh, At one point, I had heard that there was even uh, a ship there in Cozumel that had to tender in. Yep, I heard. Uh, Remember hearing that? And I think that was a day or two prior to our arrival. Uh, but it's the go-to, it's the go-to cruise uh, port for all of these cruise lines. Yeah, Uh, they've all invested millions of dollars in the infrastructure there. Yeah, and and so to 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 see, um, you know, a lot of the big players represented there was really neat. Yeah, and one of the things, as busy as they were, um, they had some stuff figured out. So, like when you get off the ship, they have the typical little kind of uh, Latin American market, right? So with all the different shops and stalls and you heckle for prices and stuff on things and it's, David hates that. But <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was just like that kind of thing. But once you get through that um, to kind of closer to the uh, to the roadways, um, the the process for getting people in taxis was like the most efficient thing I've ever witnessed. It was like, where are you going? Okay, go over there. Where are you going? Okay, go over there. Where are you going? Okay, go over there. You don't just stand there and wait either. Like, there's somebody that pulls up to get you to take you to to where you're going, and like that. I don't know. It's just something about that. Just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's how they're doing. Like, and we didn't go on, um, we didn't do a an excursion that was booked through the ship. This is a resort that David knew about. Uh, you want to talk about Mr. Sancho's a little bit? Yeah, Mr. Sancho is probably one of the uh, most popular um, destinations in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just overall, it's a just a big beach area, private beach area. Uh, it has kind of a little water park with inflatables out there. You can parasail, yep. jet ski, snorkel, um, get massages. Right have pictures with the guanas or as they like to call Mexican Godzillas. <laughs> uh, true. You know, th- they've got all the, the beach vendors that come through, you know, wanting to sell you two week old tattoos and you know, whatever else. Yeah. Uh, but just a, a real cool place to, to hang out and enjoy time and some beautiful water. Yeah. Uh, but enjoy, you know, some decent food and decent yep. beverages at the same time. Yeah. And this was, so like you said, private, beach club that i don't know if you said you say the food and drinks were included yeah but all the other stuff beyond that was like you you kind of pay per use sort of thing right so it was nice like they had an area of the beach that you could tell because the um the seagrass was kind of starting to come in on us but you could tell that they had been trying to keep it cleaned up uh, at least on the water kind of immediately in front of where we were right um so this so we're kind of getting off the ship um, here and that kind of gives you another view of um, the celebrity be- celebrity beyond there um, and that's kind of another view out the window there right as we were uh, leaving port that day 
And uh, I wanted to highlight this. This is, I don't know what this is. So this is an edge class ship and they have a similar concept to the rising tide bar on the Oasis class ships, except this one is on the outside, outside. of the ship. Yeah. So it's like a really cool, uh, similar experience, a little bit more room to stretch out uh, while you're in there. Um, but a really cool kind of open air bar that goes up and down uh, on the side of the ship, which is pretty neat. So, uh, so this is getting to the Veterans Day celebration. Uh, I'm kind of towards, uh, sort of weasel my way in towards the front there. This uh, sort of center is the Rising Tide Bar. They've stopped it uh, right in the middle. And they did this a couple of times for this and then also the Pirate Parade, which I'm just remembering. I forgot to put pictures in here of that. Um, but Pirate Parade is basically a little thing they do on the last day. It's sort of a, just a show with little parade fro floats and music and people dancing around and stuff. Um, but the cruise director is sort of at this podium on the rising tide bar. Uh, they were, he was reading poetry and he was recognizing veterans. Uh, there were a lot of Vietnam Gulf, uh, and, uh, I think like Iraq, I Afghanistan kind of vets in the room. Um, he recognized all of them from the various conflicts. There were no world war two veterans on board, uh, but there was one Korean war vet kind of towards the front and he like stuck his hand up and it was like such a moving moment to see him there. Um, so, and of course it kind of, you know, did the lighting sort of a red, white, and blue sort of pattern, um, up top, which was kind of neat. And at the end of it, um, a little ceremony, you know, they did a sort of a recognition moment, uh, of all the, um, all the members of the armed forces that had paid the ultimate price and they played taps. And like, that's when like, I got, I get chills just thinking about it right now. Mm -hmm. Every time I hear taps, like I know how heavy of a thing that mm -hmm. represents and what that's all about. So um, they had a trumpeter playing that. It was just it was so good and so moving. They did uh, an American flag cupcake kind of spread, um, that, <laughs> which was kind of funny because he sat out for a while. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we went away from the Royal Promenade after this was over. I think we like went up to the room or somewhere for a little while that we came back and only like, Three of the cupcakes were eaten. Like the guy standing there was like trying to. You, you, would you like a cupcake? Take would the you? <laughs> right. And like I think people were just like, "This is so nice. I don't want to touch it, but I ate one." So there you go. There you go. They uh, had a similar table uh, set up like this. I want to say maybe it was Wednesday. Oh yeah, uh, with the Texas flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was pretty That's neat. Fun. That was pretty neat. I like the little details, little things. So this is um, a, an acapella group, a show that we saw. Uh, again, the entertainment was absolutely on point on the ship. Um, for an acapella group called Mosaic. Um, and they are a bunch of different, you know, from a bunch of different places across the U.S. The guy on the far left, uh, this is not the best picture, but the guy on the far left is uh, kind of the lead singer organizer. And he was actually the beast at the beauty and the beast show at walt disney world yeah. for a while cool. which is kind of neat um they, they were flashing all their bios up on the screens on the sides of the stage before the show started but these guys were absolutely incredible they knew how to get the the crowd engaged and um they were they were talented too they weren't just a bunch of goofballs you know running around but they were each had their own individual kind of vocal talents that they highlighted uh, and really really enjoyed that so um, moving on here, this is uh, Johnny Rockets again, kind of on the so did y'all eat boardwalk. there? Yeah. Um, did you eat there, Dave? No, sir. Okay. I 
I did a couple of times. Once for once for dinner and once for breakfast. Breakfast was eh. Dinner yeah, was. You had it. I think you had it for like a late lunch. Yes. I, I, and it started raining, oh, and boy, I was yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Windjammers. Yes. So Windjammers is the buffet and all the Royal Caribbean ships. So uh, there's Johnny Rockets there. And okay, this is one picture from the Pirate Parade. I did get that in there. So yeah. you can kind of see. I'm going to have to fix that. All right. You, you all right? Time for me to turn into a pumpkin. Time, time to, we're almost done. Okay. All right. We're almost done. I promise. Uh, I mean, I so it's all right. I'm glad to have, a, I'm glad to have <laughs> so, him here, but I'm. Again, Royal Prom. They've got this guy dressed up as this like commander <laughs> thing in a frilly little outfit and these floats and different things and just a high energy little moment of entertainment. And this is Dave getting out there, if you will, by the car hey. on all the Oasis class ships. Yeah. Um, he's right in front of the Rising Tide Bar. Bar. They have these old, like classic cars that are out there. Everyone slightly different, different color scheme, but basically the same model. Um, so that's pretty cool. We took that picture because uh, the Dumans, that are travel mission people, were on the oasis of the seas at the same time. And he had posted a picture of himself. In front oh, of you're it, recreating so. it, huh? Yeah, we were recreating it. Uh, a few other things from around the ship the Flow Rider, so Surf Simulator. Please tell got. me y'all tried this. We did not. Uh, I never actually went up there. Die. This is not my picture, but this I is would... another agent's. Yeah, no. Um, that would be the end of Tanya. I kind of wanted to, but again, <clears throat> like th again, this is the thing. The ship is so huge. There's so much to do. You didn't get to really everything. Yeah, sure. This is the kid's splash area um, that looked pretty fun. This is the so this was like my favorite spot on the ship right here. This is the solarium um, towards the, the bow of the ship. It's a two-deck um, private adults-only area a uh, couple of big jacuzzis there's a bar there's a restaurant in the area a bunch of chairs and stuff set out but it's pretty pretty chill that's cool yeah really enjoyed that and this is kind of us on our formal night oh look at y'all yeah so look at that so fancy so fancy fancy Looking pants good. yeah so uh, a lot of good people that were on this on this cruise um and this is us um the the night oh, before Vicky. yeah so we got a we got a picture with uh, old Vicky Vicky Freed right there in the middle. Um, yeah. So it was good to kind of be able to do that on that last night. So I think that's yeah. Awesome. Hi, here's just a little insight for you, Tanya. I had to use some of your verbiage, uh, some of your names for John. Oh boy! But <laughs> which ones? In reference to Vicky. And your interactions with her. Oh, I don't. We'll have to talk off here about this. I forget. Yeah. Creeptastic. Yeah. Oh yes, that's yes. exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, I may have told that story. We were all sharing how we met our spouses. Oh, yeah. Lord. And, and the creeptastic came back a few times. So there you go. Um, yeah, anyway, so this. They'll talk about squirt too. Didn't oh geez, <laughs> squirt. That's that's not appropriate for anything. That's definitely uh, not. For the that's like over the line. Um, by he that, sounds fun. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna have to edit this out. I nah, probably won't. It's, it's all I'm me. Too lazy. It's every. It's just so me. we we <laughs> just we get back the following talk. morning. Um, it was like bitter cold outside, but I didn't notice this from this angle. But that's the um new cruise terminal there with the crown and anchor on top, which is always like pretty cool little view. And the sun's coming up, and it was just kind of a you know peaceful little that's moment. A great picture. So, yeah. So. Um, it was a fantastic cruise. Uh, very excited for the city of Galveston, the surrounding area, to hopefully bring in a little bit more um, income in the area. You know, they've been hit hard by 
some hurricanes and stuff in the in the past and hopefully this will uh this will help out their economy a little bit in this area yeah. so well and there was there was talk that this was going to be a casualty of covid uh the that new terminal because yep. they had just gotten started uh, not long before covid had yeah uh reared its ugly head and both royal caribbean and uh the city of galveston and the port of galveston contributed millions of dollars uh in this partnership to get that new cruise terminal mm -hmm. uh, up and going uh so to see it finally come to fruition and get that oasis class ship it is the largest ship that sails out of galveston out of any of the cruise lines uh, so if you're looking for size and you're looking for a great seven night experience, I assure you, you're going to need all seven nights mm. to really fully experience, uh, the allure or another Oasis class ship. Um, you know, that, that is definitely the way to go. Come to Galveston, get John and Tanya to take care of you, yeah. get you to Galveston, fly into Houston and uh, make the most out of a beautiful terminal i think we were on the ship in less than 15 minutes oh yeah easily uh, and then back off the ship in less than 10 minutes mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it really was uh, you know technology plays a lot into that yeah. but the embarkation disembarkation processes were Super so fluid, Super fluid. good uh, it, yep. it was great yeah one, one of the things he did do that i'll point out and then we'll wrap up here in a moment um, is that um, dis disembarkation or debarkation, whichever term you use, uh, when you're getting off the ship, they you scan your sea pass, and then, uh, which is like what they call their your little room key thing. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so you scan your little sea pass. You've got a little barcode uh, on the back of it, and they've got a camera that you look at. They use facial rec to check you in and out, uh, and because of that, you don't have to typical like go through. TSA and they look at your passport and you know all the things uh, that's tied into TSA system somehow I think and they kind of get you on through and that was the case for the Prima uh, and also for her experience in the Royal Caribbean terminal so uh, it was it was a different experience which I really enjoyed they had like one little like TSA or customs guy there just like leaning on a counter like mm -hmm. kind of looking you up and down to make sure you weren't a crazy person right, but, right. Uh, get out of here we yeah, got more people to bring in. Just go. Yeah, they last through. <laughs> both of us, believe it or not. So, anyway, uh, anything else you want to add in closing, Dave? No. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Been been looking forward to this moment for for a good little bit. And yep. Uh, you know, Tanya, thank you for allowing me to have some John time here the last few <laughs> weeks. And, I can uh, look forward to doing it here again in, in a couple of months at retreat and. Uh, you're gonna love your cruise coming up, Tanya. And um, I'm excited for you. So excited. I can't wait for that trip report. It's I gonna be good. Even. Yeah. I think. Thank you for joining us. This is yeah, absolutely. It's been good. So if y'all do have uh, any questions about travel planning, you feel free to reach out to us again at travelmationteamrogers.com. If you're local to the, uh, if you're local to Texas and the Dallas or Houston area, definitely reach out to Dave. He's a solid resource um, and does a great job at what he does for travel planning. And again. Uh, if you want to watch or share um, Travel Tips Tuesday on YouTube or on Facebook in a couple of different places or Very subscribe nice. to the audio version <laughs> out there in podcast land, uh, check out the link there on our link tree at linktree.com. Yes. Leave us a review. We would love that. Yeah. So, 
Uh, we've had fun chatting all things allure of the seas. Uh, there's a lot we didn't get to, but I think we covered a good bit. Yep. Uh, again, if you got questions about it, feel free to reach out. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us, and we hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.